Hey guys, uh, in today's episode, I sit down with a person who calls himself an Indian digital nomad. Now, what is that? I mean, I had no clue going into the conversation, but of course, uh, when I had the conversation, I understood exactly what that means. And I think you guys will enjoy that as well. Uh, this is Mr. Saurav Arya, who leads a very, very different lifestyle uh, and, and something around his passion for traveling. Uh, and he's constructed his life in a way that allows him to pursue his passion. And that's exactly what this episode is all about. How can people construct a life that they actually want to live by being practical as well as possible? you know, sort of following their passions. So we talk about the future of work, the role of mobility in the future of work, and of course, a bunch of uh, talk around travel and uh, digital nomadism, remote working, and sustainability, of course. So uh, I think you'll enjoy today's episode. You're listening to the Driven Differently audio experience, a podcast hosted by Chirag Joshi, an Indian entrepreneur who hosts guests both from his industry of electric vehicles and sustainable mobility and people completely unrelated like artists and creators with the intention of getting as many people involved in the mission to upgrade humanity to sustainable ways of transportation, aka being driven differently. So, you know, before anything, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to the community and then we can take it from there. Sure. Um, thank you, Chirag. It's a pleasure to be here on your uh, vlog. Uh, and yes, I'm always happy to share about digital nomadism because it's still in a very early stage, especially in India. And I can see that uh, the future of living is, is digital nomadism. I see that a lot many um, young professionals, they are uh, choosing this lifestyle. And you know, definitely the way we are living and working is changing. I mean, nine to five is not the only way to uh, live your life. So, so yes. Yeah, that's great, man. So, um, talk to talk to me about you know how you sort of stumbled upon this kind of lifestyle when you had a nine to five yourself, and you know how has that sort of you know uh, brought you closer towards your passions, and of course, I mean, live life uh, more fulfilled and happy as a whole. So talk to me about that. Sure. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I stumble upon it. Um, I after my graduation, I got my first job in a small village in Italy where I was working into operations. And uh, I used to travel during weekends, but then uh, I got a chance to travel around Europe, and I felt that hey, it, it's definitely much better to travel than to sit in the office, of course. <laughs> uh, and then that was the time when uh, people were started to talk about location independence. Tim Ferriss wrote a book for our work week. Um, so uh, I felt that, I mean, I was slowly getting interested into that lifestyle and I was kind of exploring, hey, if that's possible. And uh, after five years of nine to five, I took a gap year in 2012. I call it a year full of Sundays. I decided to live a, one year without having any boss, any subordinate, just go with the flow and see how it goes. And by the end of the year, I felt like that one year was so full of uh, experiences that I felt that I lived 10 years in that one year. <laughs> and then I got a bit serious about um, nomadism. Then I got a bit serious Which about... Which year was this? That was um, 2013 beginning. So then I felt that, hey, is it possible to uh, continue this travel? And uh, after reading 4-Hour Workweek and... Uh, a uh, couple of books by Chris Gillibu, I felt that, all right, let's give it a chance. I mean, um, I have nothing to lose and I would really like to continue uh, my travel. 
and that was the time when i decided to um, start this quest to visit all the countries it's, it's it was very ambitious but then i thought all right okay let's see how it goes um, and traveling on an indian passport is is not it's not very easy you know yeah. still uh, there are many countries where we have to when where we are not certain if we will get the visa or not and okay. it's a struggle you know so so yes but i decided to give it a chance and uh, I decided to have some lifestyle businesses which could allow me to travel and work remotely. Sure. Um, so I started with a content design agency which allowed me to work from anywhere and I set up a remote team mm -hmm. who could help me with, uh, with the work and that, that went uh, alright, that went well and um, it was the very early days of digital nomadism so still, I mean, I was struggling with uh, many things, it's not very easy to be on your own all the time and yeah. be motivated to work for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then, fortunately, I got in touch with the global community, and uh, you know, a lot of nomads were moving to t moving to Southeast Asia, mm -hmm. and nomads were setting online groups and uh, Slack groups, and you know, all those things helped me. And uh, after a year or two, I felt that all right, this is it. I I don't need to get back to nine to five. Yeah. This is it. Awesome. That sounds good. I mean, for, uh, you know, it, it sounds like an interesting concept and of course, you know, in India, it's still the early days, a lot of people aren't, I'm not sure how many people are aware of it. But I have a question, is it possible to be a digital nomad while, I mean, like not having businesses, but just working for someone? Do you think the workforce has evolved in that way that allows digital nomads to grow? Do you think? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, this is what I see is that it's not that you just have to work for yourself, but you can find so many businesses which will allow you to work yeah. remotely. Um, so many businesses are choosing to be remote because they can save money in their setup costs. They, yeah. they don't need to have physical space. Also, they can hire the best talent from anywhere yeah. from the world. Um, so yeah, I mean, we are uh, soon going to see that as a by default option for businesses. You know, a lot of businesses are uh, choosing to go remote. I mean, mm -hmm. they have all the reasons to. Yeah. Not just that, um, I have also seen many employees who convince their boss to uh, let them work remotely because uh, they can show that, you know, mm -hmm. I'm more efficient. Better, um, yeah. yeah, I'm more efficient. I'm waking, m m just getting work done. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, we are done with the time when, you know, your boss would expect you to be in the cubicle and, yeah. you know, be in front of them. All they care yeah. about is work to be done. Yeah. So definitely, and and you know it's 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 2020, and it's uh, the question is not whether you're working remotely or not. We all are working remotely. You know, it's like we're always on the phone and you know answering to mails. Yeah. The question is how much. Yeah. You know, mm. and I feel that um, the if if you're if you're great at it, it's 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 amazing because then you can have uh, multiple side hustles and mm. you can manage multiple businesses at the same time. Sure. Yeah. Another, I don't know if it's a controversial question or but you know, uh, I think the older folks who are of course running the companies and are in leadership positions, they have this thing that this generation of, you know, our generation or at least my generation, okay, of, uh, you know, millennials or whatever you call this, are not really loyal to companies and they switch every one year or two years. Do you think uh, digital nomadism uh, brings in non-loyalty towards companies or is it the opposite or is it better or worse like how does it work here's my take before you go on it okay i think 
you know being a digital nomad and working for a company allows you to work for the for your best company without traveling to that country or place you can still be at home and work for the company you always wanted to work so in my in my uh, you know uh, thinking i think it will increase loyalty by you know match making the people with the companies without physically moving and you know being interacting with each other that's my take what yeah. what's your take i mean i i i see i agree and also i see that i feel um, career is dead you know we are done with the time when you have to stick to just one vertical throughout yeah, your you life you have to have a bad skills yeah. you know yeah. and uh, i can see that people are trying to i mean they they want to experiment and they are trying different uh, fields because uh, they want to do justice to who they are yeah. you know <laughs> i mean there is so much to do so much to learn so much to uh, experience and there is no reason why you should uh, stuck to one job yeah. if you are uh, not feeling uh, very okay about it if yeah. you are not enjoying it right so i feel that we are living in a time where both the employees as well as employer both are on their toes you mm-hmm. know you have to actually um, um you know you have to prove that you are you are uh, ideal mm-hmm. you know both the employees as well as employers you know it's like it's not that employees will just uh, stick to you because of um, you are a multinational yeah. or if you are paying them good enough mm-hmm. um i feel that um, many employees Uh, i don't think that money is that big a motivator for people to stick to their businesses mm-hmm. um now we are living in a time where people want to um they 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 want to experience different things and they are going for it they 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 are they are okay to venture into unknown and they mm-hmm. have so many options that yeah. they have no reason why to stick, uh, to, stick one. to one yeah, job yeah, yeah. at all mm-hmm. yeah i think uh, that that's interesting you said expressing yourself so i think careers or you know do like like earning a living has not has has not evolved of not just earning a living and that's a lot to do with the times we live in you know of course you know in the days gone by at least in our country you had to stick to a job because you have to earn a living the economy is not it's all great but i think now people are looking at jobs or careers or anything to earn a living to express themselves you know if people aren't able to express themselves well enough in workplaces no amount of money can keep them there right so in a way it's people pursuing uh, their passions yeah. through the jobs right and not sticking to one and having a mix of that right. and that's and honestly i just put out a post yesterday uh, that talks about you know art you know so it was a line from gully boys uh, असली हिप हॉप सॉन्ग सो इट्स कलाकार में कल को आकार दूँ यू नो सो यू नो इट इट गॉट मी थिंकिंग दैट यू नो दैट्स वॉट आर्ट आर्ट इज इंट अबाउट डांसिंग और पोइट्री और जस्ट दैट आर्ट इज अबाउट फॉर मी आर्ट इज एनी थिंग दैट अ पर्सन यू नो थ्रोज हिम सेल्फ इन टू एंड गेट्स इंसेनली गुड एट इट एंड देन एंड गेट्स एवेन्यू टू एक्सप्रेस हिज कम्प्लीट सेल्फ एंड आई थिंक दैट्स वॉट आर्ट इज फॉर मी सो यू नो Uh, with that like i i'd love to know like wh- what i get it your digital nomadism is a kind of art for you because it allows you to be yourself more authentically than in a 9 to 5 uh, but uh, you spoke spoke to me about poetry and stuff so tell me a little bit about that yeah yeah so um so so yes as a as a student i used to write poetry i kind of um, um stop doing it for a couple of years but now i feel i'm i'm getting back to it yeah. so i i love uh, sharing my um stories in the form of poetry and um, you know posts so um yes i i agree is like art is nothing but it's just a way of expressing yourself yeah. mm-hmm. uh, be it in written form or you're performing um or you're singing dancing um so so yes i and i see that once you um 
once you are set free once you are no more um, you know into 9 to 5 you have uh, more freedom to express yourself you know you don't have um, uh, anyone you are answerable to or you know you are not part of a a block yeah. so so yes i i can see that so many digital nomads they are they are good at expressing themselves yeah. you know and they 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 are free to do whatever they want to mm. so it definitely goes hand in hand yeah you know awesome. yeah. so uh, i think uh, you know a part of you slips into your businesses as well as you said you know yeah. the day we met you've opened up art space about your travel in this space so you're trying to uh, build ecosystems that uh, you know make you know make artists come alive and come together and building a span cultivate just art in general yes. right yeah 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 also see what i feel is that one thing that travel taught me is that all of us we are just mediums and uh, things happens through us so a lot of things that we do is nothing but uh, some kind of inspiration we got somewhere mm-hmm. you know so a lot of art um, that we have here uh, we are sitting in small world and a lot of art over here is uh, what i got inspired from when i was in south america okay all right so yeah, those, uh the ones on the stairs right yeah, yeah. The, the rio de janeiro exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so say so that's one um, the one art that you see in the other event space mm-hmm. that's from bogota okay. so, you know so yes i i think that we are uh, constantly when you are on the move you will be meeting different people you will be at different places and you can't help it but be inspired yeah. um, by things that you see and uh, it will come out in one one form or another yeah. so, you know so So yeah that's that's what um has happened like the other the, the other space that I started which is workstays which is a, a hostel for digital nomads solopreneurs and freelancers um a lot of idea came when I interacted with nomads when I was in central and south america and I felt that yes we do need a co-living plus co-working space specifically for our tribe mm-hmm. you know so yeah. so yes i mean i everything i do is uh is nothing but uh some kind of inspiration that i got from one place to yeah. another and i believe that it really doesn't matter where you take things from what mm-hmm. matters is where you take it to yeah. you know so that's that's good yeah i mean uh, yeah man i think uh, it it does make sense to you know uh, i mean you can't really help yeah you can't really help help uh, not being inspired by things around cuz so much is happening these days right So yeah. So that brings us to uh, the segment of the OG segment of this uh, video that we do which is you know I put out a lot of content and that's one of the things you know for me I think art what science can do art does that. Uh-huh. Okay? Like what you can't ex- express through you know uh, you know bits and megahertz and watts and kilowatts are in my field which is electric yeah. vehicles and sustainable mobility. I try to do that for some reason I have no clue why but I think Uh, art propagates the message farther and louder than anything else right yes. so that's the reason what i try to do on my channel is that you know we we i i read a lot of stuff about electric vehicles of course but my whole thing is how do we get people talking about it and one of the ways to do that is to express it in a express it in a way that catches people's imaginations and eyes so we put out a ton of content you know crunching down huge articles into one post and all of that so i'd love for you to you know pick out any two posts that you like and then we'll sort of you know go through them and uh, yeah. i'll tell you what there are about and then we can have a chat on that yeah. so here's the thing you know you can choose mm-hmm. any two of, like we'll go one by one and right. we can okay. i'll tell you all about it any anything anything yeah, yeah you can choose a post anything anything whatever catches your eye okay. all right so 
Okay. Um, so you know what's the whole thing? Yeah, okay. that's it. Oh wait, we we don't have. Okay. Anyway. So this post uh, is about the Dakar rally. Uh, have you heard of it? Yes. Are you aware? Awesome. I, I got to know when I was in Bolivia. Okay. I was I was in Salar de Uni, uh -huh. and there I saw. I mean, I read about Dakar rally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it passed through that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, so the Dakar rally is probably the most gruesome sort of you know automotive uh, championship that there is out there in the world. It's only conducted in harsh conditions and. So, and it's a really an off-roading event, right? So it's of course made for the toughest cars in the world. Now this post, okay, is uh, so I came across an article where they were sort of uh, you know trying to open an electric vehicle sort of uh, championship only as a Dakar rally, okay? So now typically uh, the uh, you know perception around electric vehicles is that you know they're toyish, they can't really handle much, they, you know they're definitely not meant for off-road and all that stuff. So these are notions that have been there and now are being addressed but this was a huge push because Dakar rally is so insane I mean like a good uh, internal combustion engine vehicles don't last then for electric vehicles it just takes it a notch higher right so what we wanted to tell through this post was that Dakar is trying to consider uh, uh, an electric vehicle only championship in the Dakar which was a huge I mean like for the industry and for the perception of electric vehicles it's a huge uh, positive you know uh, benchmark for that to happen so in the post what we did was I mean like right now I can't play it because like it's on airplane mode but so you see this is the Dakar yeah. uh, logo right and what you have is just like how you have a trademark symbol on top we have the ev thing that pops up okay i can't really show i'll show it to you afterwards but yeah that's that's what the post is about so we do try to do things like this you know two seconds that's what it takes right? it's like a gif it's there and then the thing pops up right so it catches people's imagination and then you know we sort of you know i write like a whatever uh, a good description about it and that's how i tell them about what it is. so catch people's attention and then tell them what it is and try to engage with them so that's that's how we do it on our channel yeah We'll go with the next one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I mean, this is just like a you know meme. It's it's more to do with me than anything else. Okay. So as you can see in this, this is the classic. You know, the guy turning yeah. this loyal man meme. I think that's what it's called, yeah, yeah. right? So it's basically to uh, so on the channel. You know, I sort of transitioned from just being talking about EVs. I had a different personal account. Okay, before this, uh, I had two. Okay, but then at some point, I was like, you know what? I need to f let go of one of these accounts because I can't. I wanted to bring all of it in one place. So I let go of my personal account and came all into this. So one of the things I tried to do initially was to, you know, start showing my intentions and my belief systems and all of that. So this is basically just how the man's cheating. So I mean, yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, you know, weird. I am the man. My whoever I'm holding hand is the hundred-year-old industry, which is the internal combustion industry. And there's this fledgling EV industry with a ton of issues. So I'm more interested in her rather than who's with me. So you know, and the and the you know, I've written happily cheating and all of that. You know. So these are like fun things that we try to do. Again, you know, try to get into culture because meme culture is huge. So I try to you know try to bring in that aspect as well because I'm telling you one of the highest things that you know sort of get likes on my page are these memes you know but it's hard to sort of generate memes in my sort of thing but I try my best you know yeah. and uh, something like this really works so this is what it was you know happily cheating uh, as much as I can uh, 
uh, with the industry that's just fledgling. So our industry, you know, I don't know how much. Do, do you follow electric vehicle sustain? I, you just arrived in front of me in a bounce electric. So I was proud on that as well. Yeah, and you use a Yulu, so that's always, great. I always use Yulu. Uh, so. Uh, see, it's like um, I had a brief stint with sustainability, so I was working with a supply chain traceability company and uh, we were working to make the supply chain more, more traceable so that, uh, you know, end customers can make more informed decisions. Mm -hmm. So that was my involvement with the sustainability. Um, that was for two years mm -hmm. and uh, then uh, yes I'm a I'm like I I'm a big anti-car person okay <laughs> so I I decided never to have a car in my life all right mm -hmm. because I felt that the cars are anti-city yeah so I, I so I, I I read about it like how initially all the bazaars the city mm -hmm. was made out of a public spaces where yeah. you can easily walk around yeah. and see things and buy things all mm -hmm. right and when with the advent of car, you know, it's like you're yeah, blocked, you know, you, yeah. you don't interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I really don't like how, um, you know, car has been made a status symbol and, you know. Yeah, so I don't relate to that at all. And, um, you know, I mean, uh, one of the things I realized in US is how much emphasis it is on, you know, having a car and being independent, you know, and... Yeah. Uh, uh, you, uh, which, which I don't relate to at all. I mean, I prefer uh, those places where there are uh, public transport. You know, mm -hmm. Europe has a good public transport system. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, it's that's my um, that that's what uh, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. So definitely here in Bangalore, especially in Koramangala, I feel that electric vehicles is the way to go. And mm -hmm. when you can easily make use of the Yulu and Bounce, why yeah. to have a vehicle at all? Yeah. I mean, I, I never had any um, car in my life. I, I mean, I, I have, I'm, I'm still gonna stick to it. I'm, I, I don't think I will ever buy it because I don't feel it makes sense mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's a, that's a, what, what you just touched upon is a rising sentiment among a lot of young folks because, uh, the status simple part that's wearing away you know no longer do i see people around yeah. placing their self-worth on a piece of yeah. metal that they bought okay so i don't think that's that's neither a good and healthy thing to do for the human being in itself and also for the environment you know like how much are you gonna clog the uh clogger and bangalore's already sort of uh, uh deep going gained the fame of the world's most congested city you know a week or two back the article came out it was devastating man yeah. it was devastating to yeah. see that and as you said yeah, true man like public transportation but to be honest you know the part where you said independence and all of that yes transportation is absolutely crucial for human beings you know to move around and all of that stuff we're still in the transition from private transportation to you know public transportation so so the shift that's happening right now in the revolution that we call that i'm sort of you know trying to be a part of is to how do we move people from uh, you know in the pr private uh, internal combustion engines that pollute the environment to more clean connected and shared transportation that's the and it's a massive change okay so i think the first leg of change is happening from internal combustion engine to electric but with that wave riding is the way people own cars with the way people interact with you know transportation in general and just the rise of public transportation once right. again right cars have just dominated in the last 100 years but prior to that it was you know more of public transportation people whatever uh, it, there was car pulling back in the day with horse carriages you know yes, so yes, yes, yes. that's that's where we're moving towards and I really see a world free of just people owning cars because it's insane to be honest you know like I have people who have like four cars 
and there are four people in the home i'm like what do you even do are you not a family that you have to travel differently but yeah uh, these are uh, some things that we do on our channel and that i speak very passionately about you. Um, so since uh, you have been into this space for long and uh, i'm sure that you have a lot of insights that you would like to share with us um so do you do you see that future in future we will have moving spaces for example like if you are working from a co-working space it can be a moving space oh, or like right. a home can be right yeah something like that where you see uh yes that okay it, it might not be a home home it might just be like a movable like a yeah. caravan sort of thing exactly. you know sure i think that can happen i don't know what form will it take but i you know here's what i think okay now public transportation right there are going to be we're going to hopefully cities are arranged in a way where you know there's there's a suburbs where people stay and there's the main city where the offices are so it's a long commute even right now if you if people typically people drive from here to whitefield and electronic city huge traveling right so i think the the mediums in which they travel the buses though they'll start con- and i think companies will get smart if they want to you know if they want to really churn out efficiency what they're going to do is now is they're going to bring in these buses or whatever they want to call it uh, in a way that allow them to be remote workstations so that by the time they reach office they've already covered like an hour of work already right and i i honestly i mean like this pops up in my imagination once in a while but i do think that happening and i, I think it's the coolest way right exactly also um, yeah that's that's great also what i see is that uh, being a digital nomad and uh, empowering others to live a nomadic lifestyle and since you uh, write and vlog about uh, sustainable transportation i think that we are trying to solve the the, the same problem which is the decongestion in the city yes. right yeah. so you know I, i i see that how much difference it makes uh, in people's life if they choose to work remotely yeah. you know so uh, uh, i would say that digital nomads are a subset of remote workers remote mm-hmm. workers is a much bigger yeah. domain yeah. uh but like when of course like once you w- once you learn how to be remote then you you can also choose to be a nomad in case if you want to yeah. right mm-hmm. so i definitely see that city like bangalore we definitely need remote workers we, we need remote workers yeah. yes and 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 i mean doesn't make sense for people to commute 3 4 hours every day it's mm-hmm. just wastage of their time yeah. you know mm-hmm. so so yes that's great that um, you know we are trying to solve the same problem yeah. and, and it's a it's great yeah yeah it, it's it's fun you know like i mean as this is my belief all around that's the reason i do this you know i i truly think like the people like people like you who are, you know uh, who are more in touch with themselves i'll just call that you know of course art is a part of it and you know expressing yourself is a part of it i think yeah expressing yourself is the biggest part of it people who are these you, people like you are the people who sort of think more about these things and not just think you try to make it happen right there's a part where people just think and all of, all of that but tangibly making happen through business yeah. i find that the best you know i i like the mar- marriage between art and business I, i i like to be on that sort of you know edge it's right. the greatest way to you know right. sort of do yes. something yes i have a point to make here see i feel that uh, you know everyone uh, who is stuck in 9 to 5 they are like monday to friday they are high on coffee and friday to sunday they are high on beer <laughs> so you know they hardly have time to think okay. about yeah. to think about anything at all they are they are kind of they are blocked uh, 24 into 7 um, all days every day so i feel that uh, once you kind of get out of the matrix you know you definitely start thinking about what what your passions are 
Um, so um, what you said reminded me of the time when um, you know when I started traveling and I was um, meeting different people and whenever I'll meet someone I'll ask them that hey what's the one big thing you would like to do before getting old dead or tired yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and when I met some uh, some people who are uh, working as a nine in nine to five in 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 IT they 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 were like what are you asking I never thought about my passions it's because they they, they never had time to think about it right so I feel it's very important uh, to um, to give yourself a breather give yourself yeah. time and that will come only once you choose to be your own yeah. boss or you know like have a setup where you have a good work life balance yeah. you know um, so 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 yes like i i see that it it all starts from giving yourself time and you know it's it's like mm. it's it's not just for the environment you are doing doing yourself a favor I, yeah, by choosing this lifestyle like the whole environment part i get it yes it's the need of the hour you know but i almost never try to push the agenda of hey you need to start thinking of sustainably because it's good for the environment you know just forget about yourself i never try to do that you know what that's 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 one of the things why i said business is the carrier of and the thing that actually makes a tangible impact because we as the, you know i try to tell this to all of the people working in my industry that you know what do not try to convince them on the fact that uh, you know it's good for the environment yeah. try to convince them on the fact that it's going to make their life better today you know that's a selling point nobody's interested that's going to save the planet a thousand years from today and to be honest the planet save we are the ones who are going to get fucked you know if you don't take care of the planet that's honestly what it is so yes i i do think uh, you know this whole thing makes sense and thank you so much man it was a pleasure you know uh, you know doing this with you and digital nomadism i learned a lot i hope you guys learned a lot you know uh, this is saurav arya check out his uh, i i'll link all of his handles you know in the description and you can get in touch with this guy cool dude uh, and uh, lots of fun i hope we do this more and more awesome thank you see you guys bye bye and i'll see you guys in the next one